Yo, this is the ancient Texan. I'm sitting in a room in Philly Airport getting a rapid COVID test so I can fly to Canada. On the way up here, I listened to the military talk about the Russia situation. Wow, I think somebody needs to back up and put this whole Russia thing in perspective. Starting off with MAD, M-A-D. That's the fundamental assumption behind all our military. Mutually Assured Destruction. And the acronym is so incredible, MAD. We take a military posture that assumes the other side will not be crazy and use their nuclear weapons. So, because we could mutually annihilate each other, mutually assured destruction. Russia has 6,000-ish nuclear weapons. We have 5,000. Both of us can wipe the other off the planet. The weapons are IBM, interballistic, and submarines, and warships, airplanes. We distributed our weapons, so it's not easy. And they've done the same thing. But we've done something that we agreed not to. We've put a ring of defensive weapons, mostly defensive, although I understand there's nuclear weapons too, that can shoot down the Russian missiles. We can't shoot down 6,000. Nobody claims we can. But we can shoot down a dozen, a small number, and do it pretty effectively. So Russia doesn't have the ability anymore to just launch a few weapons. It's got to launch enough that it gets past our systems. Aside from the fact that we said we didn't want to, uh -oh. we wouldn't do it. We've done it. Um, we've put offensive and defensive weapons as close to Russia as we can get. If... Ukraine comes over to our side, the dark side as Russia would say it, then we'll probably put nuclear missiles, weapons in Ukraine and more defensive weapons. Russia has drawn a red line in the sand with Ukraine. They don't want weapons any closer to them than there already are. Because it's impossible to defend against weapons that are that close. There's just no warning. It's it's like five minutes from the time they get shot to where they land in your in your city. And if they're that close, it's easy to, to cut your weapons off at the knees before they get airborne. Or orbit bound so Russia's saying 
no, her red line is Ukraine, just like China's red line is Taiwan. So we have this mad philosophy that we're going to deter each other by weapons. We also have another philosophy that we're kind of in control of the world. We decide what goes on. But we're not really anymore. Let's, let's look at the situation with Russia. They have a military that's large, well-trained, well-equipped. That's right there in their backyard. Ukraine is right over the border. It's like U.S. and Mexico. So that gives them a huge strategic advantage. We're not willing to do a ground war. That gives them a huge advantage. They have so many aces up their sleeve. They have weapons um, that they can use in a battle, a nuclear weapons on the battlefield that can wipe out, you know, 10 mile circle of people or put a big hole in somebody's city without being all full out nuclear. Another ace up their sleeve. They control the natural gas into most of the European cities. It's wintertime. That's a pretty good ace. They have weapons now, nuclear weapons, that can travel 20 times the speed of sound, which we can't defend against, and we don't have that. means their weapons get to us faster from many directions. So, one of the threats is to cut them off the SWIFT system, which is the financial system that lets money flow all over the world. But we can do that because they're developing one of their own with China, and we would just push them there sooner. China's coming up with their own uh, cryptocurrency. That would be Russia, China. I'm sure a lot of other people will jump on board. So alternate to our U.S. system. So we're under the illusion that we have some kind of leverage against Russia. Also just throw in things like they control the world's chromium supply. Probably not important to you, but it makes stainless steel. And a lot of your uh, appliances, a lot of parts in your car industry needs stainless steel to carry out all the reactions and stuff that we normally uh, just happens in the background that most people don't know about. They're also a big supplier of nickel. Not as exclusive. So They've got a lot of cards on their side. And there's also this illusion that we're sending military equipment to Ukraine to help them stand the invasion. That's just BS. It doesn't matter how much we send. The Russian military is its like, you know, putting a mouse up against a tiger. 
it's it's just a stupid conversation. Ukraine does not have the ability to stop a Russian invasion, no matter how much help we give them. Short of us putting troops and tanks and full-out ground war, which we're not going to do. That's just stupid, too. Stupid to another level. So all this sending weapons and stuff, that's just all a show. Maybe it makes, you know, gives Russia a little bit more of a bloody nose when they come in and on step on Ukraine. But we don't have the ability to stop them. We don't have enough ability to stop them on financial ways either. We don't really sell much to Russia. And we can't cut them off our financial system because we don't want to start a new system or encourage it. So what have we got? We don't we don't really have any cards here. Russia has a at least a full house of cards. What do they want us to do? They want us to back off with our defensive and offensive weapons and get them away from their border. Kind of like what we wanted in Cuba. Which, by the way, you know, Kennedy wasn't all that tough. He agreed to take weapons out of Turkey. Nuclear weapons, if they'd take them out of Cuba. And we did that. We put them back. They haven't put them back in Cuba. And yet, Russia is seen as the bad guy. Russia is drawing a red line in the sand. And it's not like Obama's red line that wasn't a real red line. His was like pink or something that wasn't red. This is a red line. Russia wants nuclear and defensive weapons away from its border. It's not an unreasonable request. And yet, there's not much talk about it. And there's not much talk about how our whole military philosophy is geared on two principles. Mad. And that we're in control of the world. And we decide what happens. Both of those philosophies are just like insanity unwound. It's not just coming from the military. I'm not knocking them. It's a national Democrat-Republican philosophy. I think Republicans right now are seeing the hopelessness of our current position a little better, but both sides are mad. Anyway, this is the ancient Texan thinking the world's gone a little bit insane. Mad. Hope you have a good one. Namaste. Oh, yeah. Forgot to mention one thing. Russia uh, controls the natural gas to much of Europe. We're talking about how we're going to get liquid natural gas and get them online as an alternative. That's a big project. Doing that for all of Europe. It's not going to happen before winter's over. Just more smoke that we're blowing. This kind of illusion that we're in control. Just thought I forgot.
it's important to keep track of all the levels of illusion that we're working under. Have a good one. Namaste.